Welcome back to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. We're here with Mike Blackwood, the golf course superintendent at Blackhawk Golf Course in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. And we're talking about something that course has done and something that Mike spearheaded to, to give back to, to veterans. So first off, Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Guy. I appreciate you reaching out to us. Describe Blackhawk Golf Course to somebody that doesn't know a lot about it. What type of facility are you, and what are some of the goals of your facility? Blackhawk Golf Course, 36-hole daily fee golf course located uh, about 40 minutes northwest of Pittsburgh, almost on the Ohio line. I'm actually the fourth-generation owner, uh, first-generation superintendent. Hopefully my son will take over my position someday. That would be nice. But um, we've been around since 1927, and we're just really involved with the community and trying to uh, perpetuate the game and just trying to make sure that it's here for the next next generation to enjoy. Speaking of community involvement, on, on May 21st, you're going to be hosting a golf outing that will benefit veterans, and it was something that you played an active role in. Just describe how you got that set up, Mike. Well, I've always been a, a real uh, proponent proponent of the uh, of the military because I think that the, the service that they give this country is it's never given the amount of credit that it deserves and the military people that I know and have met over my life have been probably the most humble group of individuals that you'll ever meet they never or very rarely do want any kind of credit for what they do they do a selfless job that a lot of us including myself at times take for granted defending our right to speak and, and do what we want and go about our lives and and I think that we just need to do a better job of understanding and, and realizing how important they, what a role they play in our our country. That being said, I decided that uh, through talking with my father and my family and our staff that you know we should reach out and do something for them and give back to the, as a community to them and show them how much we really appreciate them. So I kind of stumbled across the the date in May. It was almost by accident. I thought, you know, we should do a Veterans Day. And I've seen the Wounded Warrior stuff and a lot of different programs. And I, I just, not that those programs aren't something that I support. I just wanted to do something on a more local level. So I saw the I saw the date on a calendar. It was called, It's actually a, a real day. It's Armed Forces Day. I said, hey, that's it. That, that kind of, a light bulb went off in my head. I said, that's the day we want to run with. We want to pick that date and have an outing in our honor and try to keep this money local. So we reached out to our local uh, VVA, the Vietnam Veterans Administration, uh, Chapter 862, which is actually, I believe, the largest in Pennsylvania and the third largest in the country. And I reached out to their board, and they were really excited about the program. And uh, one thing led to another, and we just said, "Hey, look, you know, let's see, let's see how how this thing can turn out." The first year, and we started getting some donations from outside vendors and some prizes, and kept the kept the fee down, and and got a lot of uh, a lot of excitement and a buzz going in the air for the vets. And um, I was just hoping, you know, we do many many outings a year because we're 36 holes. We do shotguns every year, and I know the numbers have been declining in golf, so I figured if we could get 50 people to participate, that'd be great. And the first year alone we did, which was last year, we did 144, which was just mind-blowing to me that it was that successful. And it proved to me that people do care, and uh, they, they're willing to take the time to reach out and show their appreciation to our vets. Anybody who has organized a golf outing knows it's a tremendous amount of work, and obviously being a golf course superintendent is a tremendous amount of work. How, how do you balance trying to plan this outing with the demands of your your daily job well i gotta i gotta give credit to a, a great staff too i mean uh jay daniels is our golf shop manager and he's really taken the bull by the horns and solicited a lot of people to get prizes actually we were just working on our planning meeting today for this year's event i was writing all the prizes down and 
for the for the event, and we've we've got fifty, sixty prizes. There's that was one of the things too about the 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 nature of the event. It was it was never going to be an event that was about a team that won. The winner was going to be the vet. There was no prizes given for first, second, third, or fourth. We just took prizes and just drew random names. So there didn't matter what handicap you were, what you know age you were, what gender you were. We just said, look, you know what? While you when you come in, we're just going to draw blind names, captains out of a hat, and that's the prize you win. And we've continued to do that. And pretty much everybody walked away with something. As far as balancing it, like I said, you know, I've got a great staff, and they've kicked in, and they and, and we do this quite often. So this year we've gotten very fortunate. And as of yesterday, we have 61 teams now, so it's it's almost doubled. But it's it's not the biggest outing we do. We do another outing that does 500 and some golfers one day, and uh, another one with 300 and some. So our staff is used to doing these these size outings. But for it to grow exponentially like it did this year is just really, really, really exciting. From my conversations with people in the industry and other superintendents, I, I know there are a lot of superintendents that that want to do something like it like this at their course. Want to do more for the the greater good. What advice would you give superintendents about starting something like this, and how should they approach starting something like this? Well, I guess the biggest thing is to you know, pick something that there's a lot of interest for, number one, and make sure you try to reach out for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. There's people out there that have done this already that are used to doing it. That's why I reached out to the local VVA. You know, They had all the connections. They know who to, who to get the information in front of. They have a database. Um, and and they can they can kind of scrutinize what you're doing to see if it's going to be something that that their guidelines um, would would uh, honor and and that the, that their their veterans would would uh, be honored by. Um, like I said, it could be you know any any type of cause, but it just I think it's important to get the people that that are rooted deeply into that cause involved with your group, even if you don't know anything about it. You know, golf outings, we see some golf outings start out and they have a really good idea, and they just don't get hooked up with the right people, and it's and it's a and they fail miserably, which is a shame. And some other ones that you would never think do well, they have the right people involved and in and in and some people that have a lot of passion, like anything else. And they drive it home, and they become very successful. So I would, I would recommend that they definitely get you know some people that that have the time and the knowledge to to um, to push their cause, no matter what it is. It's very helpful, and, and surround yourself by by good staff members. What type of sense of pride is there when you're preparing a course, knowing that it, it it's going to benefit people that have given so much to this country? You can't put it in words. It's very humbling. The, the day starts out, the day started out, and it will this year. Our second annual is actually a week from this Saturday, and like I said, we have you know 250 people signed up. The day starts out with the uh, the color guard goes out, and they do the song, and they, and they raise the flag, and they salute it. They do a 21-gun salute, and it's a very somber, humbling moment to sit there and realize that what you do every day in the big scheme of things, is to, it's not as significant as you make it out to be. It's not not that important but it is you know i mean people are out there giving their lives to do what we did and yeah it's pretty awesome and you see the vets come in and some of you can tell that they've suffered from the the trauma of war and and you know they put smiles on their face and they go about their day and and you know they just they're just happy to be alive and it really kind of knocks you down a few pegs and makes you really see things in the right perspective not only is blackhawk golf course doing outings such as this you have a lot of junior and youth programs how vital has it 
been to your facility to, to do that type of outreach? Well, we, we did the first T program, which we've had here for about 15 years, and that's run by Irene Ridenauer. She's a, she's our director, and she's done a fabulous job just staying on top of it. The one unique thing about ours is we're not really funded by a specific foundation. Most of them have uh, big corporate ties and such, and we, we've elected to just kind of stay small because we like our st- uh, student-to-teacher uh, ratio to be small, but we still put you know, 300 to 315 kids through the, the program a year. And it's been around so long that now the kids that were that started out in the program that have gone through it are actually teaching it, which is kind of neat. So, you know, we've seen, you know, almost a generation of kids gone through it. And, and you know, it is, it's our future business. And, you know, you've got to do everything you can to try to perpetuate the sport and, and get it in, in people's hands and be interested in it. And, you know, golf's, golf's got a lot of stigmas attached to it. And if you can show some kid, look, you know, it teaches you a lot of core values and, and it's a, a good sport you can play for your entire life, then you know, I think it's something to be said about that. Well, Mike, this has been outstanding. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us and best of luck with this outing and everything else you guys have planned for this summer. Thank you, Guy. I appreciate your time. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Guy Cipriano. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page, golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.